Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I.co for more information. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what a life coach exactly does and what a life coach does not do. Noelle, big topic. It is a big topic. I think that so many people are confused about what life coaching actually is and what it's not and everything in between. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, between therapy, uh, coaching, business coaching, life coaching, uh, there's a lot of overlap. And I think you're right. People are confused. And so let's break it down. Yeah. So I think the number one comparison that I hear all the time is therapy. And it gets confusing too, because a lot of folks who have been clinically trained also work as coaches. Yes. And that's why it's confusing is, you know, in today's world, uh, I'm I'm an example of that. You can have a clinical background, but also coach. You don't have to pick one or the other. Absolutely. So from your perspective, what does coaching offer you both personally and then in session as a practitioner that you can't do with therapy? Uh, freedom. So in or with therapy, uh, there's a board and there's a lot of guidelines and rules. And there's also um, there's a way to go into therapy that uh, can sometimes feel, I mean, at least for me, can feel claustrophobic. And so what coaching does and why I, I consider myself today more of a coach than a therapist is it allows you to uh, work in a way that's honest to you. It allows you to um, be a little bit of a mad mad scientist, and, and that's what I think is, is so fun about coaching, especially with the evolution of technology and uh, the landscape of coaching, um, the explosion of wellness. Um, I didn't want – the the whole therapy guidelines and rules to kind of keep me down. And so um, I wanted to play. (laughs) And in order to play, uh, coaching allows you to do that. Yeah. And that has allowed you to develop really, really innovative delivery methods. In the early days, you were doing group coaching on Tumblr blogs. You've built multiple online communities with thousands and thousands of followers on Facebook and Instagram. You've been delivering coaching via text message recently. Is there anything that I'm missing? Uh, no, but you know, I, I think that um, it, it's it's constantly changing, and that's what's exciting. Um, so for me, it's all about you know. How can I help people in a way that's unique and fun and different, possibly new, and 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 of course effective, and the the journey of of playing with different you know methods, and of course as there's you know new platforms and all that, um, <clears throat> to me that's what makes it exciting, and I think that uh, with therapy because it's more traditional, um, yes you could use some of it, but at the end of the day, um, therapy is is going to stay in the therapy room. You're absolutely right. So what we just talked about was the the framework of coaching, the delivery of coaching. Now let's break it down to what happens in session. So for me, therapy and coaching exist on this really beautiful continuum where therapy is really vital 
for folks to achieve healing and therapy begins when someone is experiencing psychological anguish either an activating life event or something that is coming up from the past that's really bugging you that you can't work around that's kind of like an emotional thorn stuck in your foot that's when therapy comes to play and therapy takes you to baseline where you're no longer experiencing anguish and then coaching picks up when you're working with people who are reasonably well, they may experience things like anxiety or depression from time to time. That's normal, that's natural. But those pieces of dysfunction are not the focus of coaching. The focus of coaching is your life, where you want to go, what you want to do. And then you work with someone as a coach to move forward down the continuum of human flourishing. Yes, absolutely. And I think that with coaching, um, it's okay to, to have single serving sessions, meaning someone can see you once or twice, uh, you know, or three times as a coach. And those sessions can be really effective and powerful. With therapy, it actually requires more consistency. It requires, you know, therapy is more about the long game and, and coaching can be about the short. Absolutely. When someone goes to a coach, if you get what you came for, if you crack the nut, if you walk away with a solution, your work is done. Yeah, absolutely. But then, you know, would you say that as a coach, then it puts more pressure on you? Or no, not not necessarily, not necessarily. I love so one of my favorite way to sell coaching packages is when I first start to work with someone, I do ask that they work with me for a period of three months so that we can really get to know each other. And then once someone has gotten through that threshold and I know them, I know their brain, I know their life, I know their world, then we move to what I call anytime SOS sessions. And that's when somebody has a nut to crack, they have a problem, they have something that they need to resolve, and we can swoop in, do the work, tell each other we love each other, and then, you know, they're on their way. Yeah, and you know what, I love how different we are, because that shows you the spectrum of coaching, and the, there's no wrong or right way. And so unlike Noel, I um, sometimes or a lot of times, I'll just get a lot of one offs. And I think, that, you know, uh, with the internet, people are either curious or, you know, they follow me or, or listen to me or read my book. And so they just want one session. And before I used to be kind of like, I used to have pushback, you know, like, no, you need five, you need three, let's really do the work. But now I've actually accepted that um, if that's what they need, it's okay. And so for me, it's almost like when you play chess, you hit that timer and I just put on my detective at, and for that 50 minutes, um, I just try to be as powerful as I can. And if they don't come back, I'm totally okay with that, knowing that uh, maybe I planted a seed or they got something from that conversation. And I make it not my business what they took from the session. That's awesome. And and guys, if you're listening, I want you to notice John's non-attachment in this space of being a detective, making it about the person. It's not about him. The session or the success of the client isn't validating his own lived experience. And that's a really healthy approach to clients. I want to pull the wool back just a little bit and draw um, some some threads to what we've been talking about. So when I said that I like to work with someone for a period of months to get to know them, and then I do SOS sessions, and John does one-offs, what's missing from the coaching 
context that exists in therapy is the treatment plan. There is no treatment plan in coaching. Coaching is a co-equal relationship where coach and client come together to work on a client's life and solve a specific problem. Yeah, because you're, you're not treating someone, you know. No. Um, in therapy, you may be treating someone uh, for a personality disorder or for, you know, whatever. Uh, in coaching, you're technically not treating someone, although um, if you're, say, a recovery coach uh, working in addiction, you, I guess you could say you are treating them for that. Um, but even so, you're being more of a guide, a catalyst, um, support, all of that stuff. Absolutely. And another thing that I said and only realized it after the fact is that, you know, when I have my SOS, one-off sessions with my clients, we tell each other we love each other and go on about our way. You could never do that in a therapeutic space. You can't express that level of emotional intimacy with or between your clients. So if I was listening to this, I would also wonder, well, does that mean that with coaching, you don't go as deep? you know, and in therapy you do? What do you think? No, I go to the depths yeah. with my clients. Absolutely. I, on, on, I just had a session on Monday and I told one of my clients that I was going to start to really start challenging him and I kept my word and he asked me what was in my coffee <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I was really going for it. <laughs> right, We've been right. working together for a long time and it's game time. Um, Another thing that I heard was John was talking about how a lot of folks come to him for one-off sessions. I think one of the reasons why you, John, are so able to be effective in that way is because you also, as a coach, create and have created an extraordinary body of content. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know what's interesting is I, I, I asked someone who um, only saw me um, – like once every six months, you know, and I start to feel insecure. And I asked her, you know, am I being helpful when you only see me, you know, two or three times a year? And she said, what's really helpful is since I follow you, um, I, it's almost like I I, uh, I get all the conversations and the, the content and the articles and all that. And then when I see you, it's almost like a checkup. It, it's almost like going to a dentist for a cleaning, <laughs> you know? And when she said that, I realized, wow, because it's not just me, it's everyone. I, I realized in, we live in a world where we could actually use content as a therapeutic tool. So content itself, in a way, can be coaching or at least a primer. Yes, yes. And so, guys, you know, this is another huge important part of what coaches do. Coaches create content to spread hope throughout the world. Yeah. So it's not just because I think people think when you're creating content, you're doing it just to capture attention, which of course, obviously, and, and people think you're doing it to um, create customers and funnels and all of that. And, and yes, sure. But you're also uh, creating content as a program. You're also creating content um, as an intervention. And so when you think of it that way, uh, content then becomes really potent and effective, and it's not just commercials. Yes. And, a, a, and the most important thing is to authentically share what you know, whether it's the science and technique that we teach in our own coaching intensive, or it's your own story, your lived experience, what you know to be true, so that when folks come to your table, they already have a sense of the flavor of the conversation they're gonna get. 
Yeah. And I was going to mention, you know, when we're talking about uh, is therapy deeper than coaching and you disagree and I agree with you that it's not. I think with coaches, because of the landscape today and because we really are open now to, to wanting to know who you are and that's powerful and interesting instead of, you know, back in the day where uh, where coaching wasn't a thing and with therapists, they're very private people. Uh, I think that makes the relationship more authentic. And so by making the relationship more authentic, you naturally go deeper. Indeed. And, you know, I think you know, since we're comparing therapy and coaching pretty strongly here, uh, a big thing that I would say is important to remember is the role of measurable and specific goals. When you go to therapy, you're in pain you hurt. You don't know necessarily why you're hurting. You have to do a lot of unearthing. You have to do a lot of processing. You have to come to terms with your lived experience and you gain awareness and acceptance. And that awareness and acceptance becomes the foundation of coaching. Given that you've healed, where do you want to go? What do you want to do with your time? How do you want to show up in the world? What will you regret if you die tomorrow? Right. And, you know, I also want to mention it's not one or the other. You can have both. You can, through your insurance, see a therapist and also see a life coach or a relationship coach or whatever coaching you need. Yes, this is so very important. This is a topic that I talk about so much with our students in the Catalyst Intensive because they get freaked out about, well, how do I know where that line is? How do I know where that boundary is? And the best answer that I can give is I'll give you what it feels like and then I'll give you what I say in session with a client. So when you get to a point where your client has just laid something heavy on you and you as a coach have this feeling of, oh God, I don't know what to do here. This is beyond me. That's a signal that you hit a boundary. There's nothing wrong with you. That's a signal that you stumbled upon something that requires medical attention through therapeutic treatment. That's normal, that's natural, it's real. So in those scenarios, when I feel that, what I say to the client is, hey, looks like we just hit on this big gnarly thing that's seriously getting in the way and it looks like you need to take a look at it, please bring this to your therapist. And let's get back to work. What do you have to do this week? I love that because you know what that does is that puts both people, the therapist and the coach on the same team. Yes. And, I and think, we are on the same team. No, I know. And I think it's important for us to start holding hands because I think what, what, what's been happening is, and, and I get this because as someone who, you know, paid the 60000 went to get my master's and, and did the 3,000 hours and all that, that had a very long journey when coaching started to merge. Uh, and if I wasn't a coach, I would have anger and I would feel like what are you know I, I would feel like like something was stripped from me because here are life coaches now getting certified and helping people and I I had to take the long way. Um, so, but here's the thing: because they're different uh, practices, uh, they could actually go hand in hand. And so, if you see um, you know coaching and therapy as us versus them, then it's you. You're, you're hurting the world because together we could do so much more than, um, you know, us, us thinking we're oil and water. Oh, yeah. And, and I also want to pull the wool back and express that 
you know, coaching is a deep and rich field that has a really beautiful set of educational properties as well. As a coach practitioner, I too have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on coaching certifications in addition to graduate school so that I could hone my craft and then thousands of hours of coaching on top of it with continuing education. I think the best is using your insurance to see to see a therapist for for those reasons and if you want to work through um you know uh trauma and other stuff that that does require uh consistency and uh a long a longer um relationship um a longer journey that takes you know time and, and we're talking about the subconscious and all that and then also i i would also um see a coach for things that you really want to specialize in. And I think the combination uh, can really expedite uh, growth and create uh, just like maximum soil for, for revelations. And then, and then you also have the coach to make you accountable because therapists uh, do less of that. Yes. And so the question that I get all the time is, well, you know, can I just accomplish my goals on my own? Why do I need a coach? And my response is, well, how's that going for you? Yeah, exactly. Um, I really think the execution piece is more important than you know the ideas and revelations because with that execution, all you have are ideas, and and you have a lot of desires, but your life, your actual life, isn't changing. Oh yes, and then if you look at folks who are peak professionals at the top of their fields, athletes, performers, CEOs, presidents, none of these folks do it alone. They all are surrounded by trained professionals and a team of experts to help them determine what to do, how to do it, and to literally coach them through peak performance. Right. Right. I also want to, you know, say a message to therapists out there because I don't want people to think that I am anti-therapy uh, because I consider myself more of a coach or because we have journey coaching. Um, come on over, <laughs> you know, like just because you went to therapy um, <clears throat> doesn't mean that you have to stay on that side. I think the most powerful therapists today. Uh, embrace their clinical background, but also have coaching certifications. And I think that's what makes them um, so diverse and versatile. And the, the, with the coaching certification and wearing a coaching hat, you could then really uh, be creative and get out of the office and, and do sessions in, in different environments and, and all of that. And that, that will uh, actually reboot your excitement to help people. I agree. And I think a lot of times, especially coming through the Catalyst Intensive, when we talk to folks who are therapists, they get really scared because they're real rule bound and they've had um, you know, fear drilled into them. And so I, I, I also, I don't want folks to think that coaching is a diffuse or, you know, hippy dippy field. Coaching is also rule bound. It's just a different set of rules. So in coaching, the path is traditionally certification through an accredited program like ours, where you learn techniques that are different from therapeutic techniques. You learn coaching techniques and interventions, usually based on applies, applied positive psychology, goal setting theory, sports psychology. And then if you wish, 
you can go on for more formal credentialing in coaching. And if you choose the credentialing path, you can rest assured that there are plenty of rules to support you in developing your practice and also to differentiate in the field from the work that you do as a therapist. So there, there are a lot of really great standards out there. Um, certification and credentialing are two different processes, and both are designed to support you. Yes, and if you are uh, looking to be certified as a coach, uh, one thing to consider is not just uh, the education, but the spirit of the company, the people involved, the community. Because I know, you know, when I went through my therapist journey, the, the biggest problem I had with it was just it was so lonely. And I think with coaching today, um, one of the benefits you can make, uh, especially, you know, uh, on our platform is lifelong friends, like something that money can't buy. Lifelong friends and business partners. I've seen so many of our coaches team up with each other to produce podcasts, retreats, launch practices. We have husband and wife teams. We have best friends. We have people who are on different sides of the country. We have people flying all over to meet up and see each other and hang out. Right, absolutely. And, you know, I just sent two of our uh, students, referred them to um, um, a company who is looking for possible uh, uh, coaches and some other kind of work that, you know, it's like a paying job. And so that kind of stuff is is only going to happen if you surround yourself with people who are in the business and actively um, working and exploring and, and, and developing. Yes, that's so true. So let's let's close out with what coaches don't do because I think that this is really important. So coaches, we've covered plenty of coaches don't provide therapy. Coaches also don't give advice and they don't deliver mystical outcomes. Yes, I just wanna say generally uh, you don't give advice, you ask questions, you use the art of questioning. That being said, I do think um, because I have given advice before. I think it's the way that you do it, and I think there's more room to give advice in coaching than there is therapy, uh, but you can't just give advice. That's not coaching. No, that's not coaching. And, and if you are giving advice, um, it comes in the context of these are facts. This is what I see. Yes, this is what I, I know. Right. This is and, what I've experienced in the past. Yeah, and when I give advice, I don't say this is what you need to do. I, I present it in a way where it's like, this is what's worked for me, you can take it or leave it. So even though I'm giving advice, I'm doing it indirectly. Yes. Is, at the end of the day, the person who is the best expert on your life is you. Right, right. And think about it in terms of, you know, how do you respond, John? I know I respond pretty terribly where I present a problem to somebody and instead of meeting me with empathy, they say, here's what you should do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we get that from our friends, you know? And yeah. so when you do that, uh, it's kind of the last thing you want to hear, especially if you're paying someone. Yeah. Yeah. What about mystical outcomes? Because I feel like this is something that seeps into the coaching realm quite a bit. What do you mean? Describe mystical outcomes. What do you mean by that? You will experience healing. You will experience oh, yeah. complete and total transformation. All of your hopes and dreams will come true and you'll end up a unicorn. Yeah, that turns me off. And I, I think a lot of that is happening now just because of the crust of wellness, because it's become commercialized. And um, 
it, it doesn't there's there isn't substance there it, it again it turns coaching into a commercial yeah so last thing what is a benefit that you have personally gained working with a coach oh man um i love that with coaching you could pick a coach that is very specific so you could literally create a team a personal team where it's like, okay, I want Noel who specializes in positive psychology for this part of my life. And then I may, you know, see her for a few weeks or a few months. And then I want, you know, John, uh, because he will sit on the lawn at a park with me uh, to talk about relationships, you know, and then I want this other person. So it's almost like, um, it reminds me of the A-Team. It's an 80s TV show where he uh, cr created his own team to to uh, execute stuff. And with coaching, you could actually do that. You don't just, you know, it's different than therapy where you have one therapist and that's it at a time. You, you can do it and it's really effective. So just personally, our team has worked with coaches on branding. Uh, you and I have worked with coaches on filming and, you know, on camera presence, verbal presence. I've worked with a coach on mindset and most recently one of the interesting things that she asked me to do for my homework was to swagger more. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I don't swagger. And, yeah. you know, that statement of really calling me out on it was so impactful, so mm. very impactful. It, it, it brings to my mind how I'm showing up for myself in different yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Uh, I think coaches are powerful. Uh, and here's the other thing, you know, therapists aren't going to go away and we don't want them to. Um, but coaching is such a new and exciting emerging field. Uh, I think that if you are interested in coaching, uh, instead of just watching other people do it, you got to try it for yourself. And the work of coach training transforms you personally from the inside out. It's completely impossible to interact with this stuff without facilitating change in your own life. Yes, I think like unlike other certifications, um, you know, maybe nutrition, maybe fitness, I'm not sure. But with a coaching certification, and I don't know about other places, but us uh, here at Journey, it's a life-changing experience, you know. It's, um, it's a deep dive it's a real it's almost like your own therapeutic process while you're learning to coach we hear that all the time and i it personally delights me that we get messages from students saying i had no idea this was gonna happen yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i think that they come in because they want the certification and they leave uh changed and i i it's one of the things that i love most about what we've created I quite agree. It's a special place. If you are curious, if you are thinking about becoming a coach, if you'd like to talk about your goals, your niche, what your hopes and dreams are, you can book a call with us and talk to me or talk to one of the coaches on our team who have gone through our program and can answer all your questions. Yes. Noelle and I are also very hands-on. So we teach classes, many classes. So you will see us live in the classroom as well. And you'll see us live when we do events and retreats. Yes, absolutely. So uh, come hang out with us. Um, if anything that we've said resonates with you or you are curious, I encourage you to answer that call because it will make you a better version of yourself.
Awesome. Thanks so much, John. This was a good conversation. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Be well.